And we've seen that like happen a lot when, when we program those intervals and our goal is to try to stay within a certain amount of reps. Basically, we're testing this. How, what is your body's capacity to recover in that one minute rest that we're giving you to be able to hit that exact capacity in the next one? And we're seeing that the ones that are actually being able to stay within that one, two rep across the whole system are those athletes that have that endurance base because it yields so well to the other two. We're back. Back to the 416 pod, and on today's episode, we actually have our first ever guest on the show. It is Coach JC from 416. Coach, how you doing today? Dan, 416 Nation, how are we doing? Great to be here. Well, welcome, man. It's, it's exciting to, to have our first guest, um, you know, three or four episodes into the podcast. And today's episode is actually, I'm excited for it. I'm super excited for it because we're going to be talking about something very specific and announcing something pretty cool, I think, for our members um, and for, for the listeners. Um, but before we get to any of that, we want to know a little bit about you. So as our first guest, we want to hear your 60-second story of who JC is, how he got into CrossFit, how he got to 416, and um, and where he's at now. So I'll just leave the floor to you, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. Um, let's see. JC's story. Uh, JC's story starts with, as many others, training at a Globo gym, carrying around my little sheet cheat sheet of exercises that i had to do depending on the day and running around the gym trying to find the machine but not really doing much and i was i was into it i went almost every day but i wasn't seeing any gains i wasn't i wasn't going anywhere with it and then a friend introduced me to crossfit and so happens that they were opening a box near uh, my parents place back in colombia so i said why not let's give it a try and as the story of uh, many, it was a it was a one hit wonder. I tried it once. I got a, I got really into it, and then by the end of that class, I said, "Sign me up." And that was 2012. Um, so yeah, I've been doing it doing it for 10 plus years. I started also started coaching it uh, back then. Uh, we were in an affiliate back then, so I kind of. I kind of started doing it um, under the ropes, not really certified, <laughs> but trying to really learn from all the coaches. Um, but it was really when I, when I moved here to Canada, that was 2017, that I actually started looking into gyms, started seeing like, okay, how can I make this a little bit more official? Because I'm really digging the coaching part, not only the training part. Um, so by then, I had to, I've had... I, I've done a lot of ad hoc learning, uh, but now I needed the real foundations. I needed to solidify it. So I went through my L1 um, and then a couple of years after my L2 was, uh, was actually when I applied to 416. Uh, I met 416 during pandemic. I, need, I recently moved to the neighborhood. As always, as a CrossFitter does, I went into the map and see what was the closest box that I could find that I could join. I saw 416, 
and I actually saw some of the classes that were being done outside right from the balcony. So I was like, okay, <laughs> we, 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 can, we can give this a try. This looks loud enough. This looks CrossFit enough. Uh, started, as a, started as a member for, for um, months during the pandemic, during, during the time everything was closed. And then I think it was Carolina or Tomegs or even you, Dan. I, 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 I told you early on like, what my intentions were. So as soon as, as soon as we were back open, and then you guys gave me the chance and the rest, the rest is history now. Awesome. Great story. So my <laughs> one question for you is, were you always such a good mover? Because uh, there's many people who are very jealous about your ability to move, <laughs> I think, and the perfect positions you're able to put your body into. So is that just natural, JC, or did you have to work at that? That I would, I would love to say that's just some good genes that run in the family. But to be honest, that it's just been constant, constant work that I've had to put into this. Like uh, back, back then in Colombia, like when you train, there is it's a little bit different. You focus a lot on the gymnastics aspect and just redo and do and do over. So there were a lot of the the gymnastics foundation I got there was just practice and practice over the years and i'll i'll give that to 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 my box back there uh wasn't an official box but the coach there was extremely extremely focused on technique before anything else so that set that foundation so it's just been years of practice and repetition and really listening to anything a coach has to say not just put it in on a on an on a broken sack, but are actually really digesting. Well, what do they mean when they say X, or what do they really mean when they say Y? And that's that sticks in. And before you know it, you're you've you've interiorized it and you've turned it part of your of your movement. So I'd say that's that's part of it. Love I think there's some there's some not. genetics to it as well. I'm just gonna <laughs> go on a limb here, but uh, just listening to you say that, I mean, if people listen to our episode a few weeks ago about uh, mechanics consistency and intensity you have nailed your mechanics so bravo to you um all right so i mean this is this is the time this is when we get to get to the big announcement so you know oh drums rolling we can hit the drum roll (laughs) wake up my neighbors um but we are super excited to announce that jc has developed what will be known as 416 engine a new specialty program that we are bringing to the people. Um, I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to let you explain it. But uh, just as it sounds, the four and six engine class is all about (laughs) building that engine, building that internal engine. So JC, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the program is, who it's for, you know, how you kind of programmed it um, and anything else that you want to tell us about it. Sounds good. And then, by the way, like we really rumbled on the name, so I really like that it got to the point where it's just one word. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, Engine is a four-week program that um, I have been mulling over and trying to think about, like what is the best way to bring that increased aerobic capacity to members who are interested. So that's basically it. We're going to be working four weeks on developing that engine and the different components that are going to build that engine, muscle endurance, breathing, 
little tips and tricks here and there on how to properly move on the on the machines that we will be using all in all to have the best output that we can in those longer uh intensity workouts so who is it for i would really like to say that it's for everyone uh but cal caveat to that by saying that when putting together this program i thought of a three-pronged approach so first and foremost is for those members that are looking to increase and boost their their capacity to be able to hold a certain level of intensity throughout a workout secondly it's going to be for those members that are actually starting to dabble a little bit into endurance training so we got a lot of up and coming runners every season when it gets warmer there's a lot of people that want to start running but may have a little bit of issues or a little bit of hesitancy around the whole thing why am i going to be able to do it this is too the the distances are too long how do i start this is going to give you a confidence boost in how you can actually prep yourself for uh, for taking that uh jump and lastly for our uh, members that are also seasoned runners or seasoned endurance um, athletes doing marathons triathlons this is really to give you that little extra boost combined to your regular workout regime and prep regime to get you ready for whatever is coming up uh, i know we have the october uh, toronto water from marathon with a lot of our members are going to be participating so this can just give you that little bit of an extra boost and, and confidence to go into it. Awesome. So when you sat down and, you know, you went to develop the program, um, I know there's lots of conversations with me and Megs and, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were getting it right. Um, so maybe you can talk a little bit about it, you know, for those that are interested and those that want to know. How's this thing programmed? So what's it going to look like on a, on a class-by-class basis? Yes. So as we said, it's going to be eight sessions for, for and plus four of them that are going to be open sessions for you to do an open box. But really how I've approached this is we're going to be tackling two ways. The, ma- the main two ways that I've been uh, training or I've been seeing endurance training, at least at this at this level and that has been working and it's going to be a mix of high interval intensity training and paired that with long sweaty and steady moderate output workouts so each week we're going to be seeing one one of those um and then a little surprise for that third day for members to train on that open on that open box session and we're going to be focusing on three and three movements only. We're going to be running, we're going to be rowing, and we're going to be biking. Why? Because these machines are usually the ones that people say, I suck at, or I don't like them, <laughs> or I'm scared of them. So it's time to shake that off. And Mostly the, the bike. One, mostly the bike. It's called the devil's tricycle for a reason, right? Right. So it's time to shake off those nerves. And the best way to do that is just by jumping on it and getting some workouts in. So we're going to we're going to be training both those le- those levels of intensity and we're going to be progressing through the through the through the work so I'm going to be pushing you a little bit harder with the numbers be that the time domain that you're going to be working is going to be a little bit longer or the time that you're resting is going to be shorter but we're going to be playing with all those factors uh, to get you 
to get you into a progression where we're naturally going to see some results by the end. Amazing. So, I mean, a simple question or the next follow-up question for me is kind of like, what have you seen from coaching? You know, you've been coaching 416 now and you've been doing CrossFit for a long time. What have you seen from our members that really kind of pushed you to want to develop this type of program? So, the, the like the conversation, even if it's if it's not completely explicit out there, it's always present once you finish once you finish a workout, right? As soon as you're done, as soon as you're lying on the ground, you're panting, almost lungs coming out of your mouth. But and then it's, man, this was this was rough. I'm out of breath. If only I had a little bit more to be able to sustain. Those were the start, the, those starting pieces where I was like, okay, there's, there's something here. So many people are saying it, like there has to be like that common thing. And then that co- just having conversations around with other, with, uh, with other members saying like, oh, I need to, I really need to build my engine for this season. And then what happens? It gets thrown in the list of CrossFit priorities and doesn't get tackled. Um, or just they don't know how to develop and, and, we might touch on this a little bit afterwards, but they just start saying, okay, I'm just going to start, I'll start running to develop it. But then they're just doing, and this is probably not the best advertisement for me as well, because I've been doing it this season as well, but running 5Ks consistently. Like, right. I, this is going to give you, so what, what I meant to do this with taking all this, knowing there was a necessity for this kind of program, and then my 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 idea with it was just okay how can i introduce endurance training in a way that we can prioritize it with the rest of the training but also make it as efficient as possible right i think it's funny that you know you know just talking about creating a program like this the number one thing that drives moans and groans from people when it's programmed are runs you know especially <laughs> longer style runs right probably the number one skipped workouts are going to be anything that has a running component to it especially on the longer end of things and so <laughs> for that reason alone i think it it makes a class like this very very valuable um especially when we look at crossfit in terms of you know trying to train kind of broad modal domains right we're trying to be a generalist at everything which means you can't hide from something you may not ever become an expert in it but you can't hide from something because we're looking to you know be pretty good in everything um so yeah i'm i'm in total agreement with you i see a huge need for this and you know there's people that are going to put their hand up and those that kind of step out and say i really need to work on this and i'm going to do it and then there's those in the background they're like all right i hate running i hate those goddamn (laughs) rowers i hate the bikes i never want to show up to those workouts and this program might be most beneficial to someone like that i i agree especially on that last statement (laughs) <laughs> the only way you're going to be able to shake, to shake that off is jumping on it and going through it and being pushed on it. So right. I agree. Like in a nutshell, why not let's take the most, the three most disliked movements and equipment uh, that we have in the gym and pair it up in one bit in one big mashed session. 
just made total sense. Love it. So if you were to kind of like narrow it down and describe, you know, some of the main struggles that someone will overcome by taking this program, what would it be? So I would say it's, I summarize it in three. One is, and we've talked about a little bit already, is that fear of the fear of the machines or the fear of the, of the running. Uh, running in itself, let's say it's probably the one that has the most adverse reactions just because we hear a lot of stories uh, around running and excessive running, what has done to people and their knees and a whole bunch of stuff. So it has created this little bit of a myth, but in reality, running is an absolutely extraordinary, great tool to develop an athlete. So it's just taking the fear out of those elements that are, are generally pushed out um, mm -hmm. and deprioritized. The next one would be if people are struggling with their mechanics in, in movement. So because of what these movements are, uh, mo monostructural uh, movements, you you need you you need to really be a good mover in order to t bring the the efficiency of the movement out. Mm -hmm. So anyone that struggles, anyone that has fears of this, probably because they're not moving well or they're feeling something adverse when they're going through the movement. So through this, you're gonna get those tips, those tricks. Your something might click that gets you moving better in this. So that's that would be struggle number two. And then the other one is a lot of people love the fast, sweaty, under four, under five minute workouts that you're done left dry heaving on the ground, but you're done fast. <laughs> but then when you get hit with a 15, 20, 25, 30 minute that you just have to push through it. And there's at the end, there's really no place to hide because it's not really at high intensity. But you're really not stopping. You just have to keep pushing. And at some point, you're just looking at the clock thinking 20 minutes have gone by and eight have gone by. So trying to, trying to really, this is also going to show you that you can actually hit a 10, 15, 20-minute workout on one of the less light machines and really go through it and really finish it. And at the end, yes, you're going to be sweaty. You're going to be a little bit in pain. But you've been you but you've been able to conquer it, and really that that sense of conquering is what pushes you through that last struggle. I love it, man. Um, so you know, as we move forward here, we wanted to kind of get into a little bit of like the science around all of this, and you know, there's not going to be a test for any of you members out there after, but you know, just to kind of help people understand. <laughs> Um, some of the science behind what we're talking about, we're going to dig into it. And I think, you know, the first place to start is really just understanding the metabolic pathways. And so ultimately, like what the metabolic pathways are, it's your body's engine, right? It's, 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 it's basically the three energy systems that the body uses, depending on the duration of the work that the body is doing. And, you know, to try to simplify this down as as much as possible, I'll kind of give you the definitions. So there's basically, there's three um, metabolic engines, okay? They're known as the phosphagen or phosphocreatine pathway, the glycolytic or lactate pathway, and the oxidative or aerobic pathway. And ultimately, these three things, they are utilized 
you know, at all times, but one will dominate your body's energy depending upon the duration of the work. So the first being the phosphagen, it's those high powered activities. So when, when you think of this, think of a, you know, a 60, 70 meter sprint, I guess a hundred meter sprint if you're, if you're really fast, (laughs) um, or, you know, excuse me, or like a one rep max lift. So basically anything under 10 seconds, your body is going to use the phosphagen system. The second pathway is the glycolytic pathway. And this is kind of like your moderate powered activities that can last up to like 90 seconds to two minutes max. Um, Most of us, I'd say probably 90 seconds. And so the best way I can kind of describe this is like an 800 meter run. So any of you that have done an 800 meter run, you know how grueling it can be, um, or maybe a little bit less than that, six to 800 meter run, how grueling it can be because you can push yourself really hard on this type of on this type of duration, but it is really nasty. And ultimately what the body is using through it is the glycolytic system. And then the third pathway is the oxidative. So this is what dominates those low powered activities, um, you know, anything over a couple minutes, um, this system is going to take over. And, you know, this is what you use throughout the day. This is what you use ultimately when you're sitting down, but this is what you use for longer duration exercise. Um, and as I said before, you know, all of these are running at the same time, but one will be dominant depending on the duration. In CrossFit, we try to we try to develop all three of these pathways um, without actually overemphasizing one of them. That's our goal. Um, Like I said before, we're trying to be generalists in the way that we approach our fitness. And so we want to touch each and every single one of these. But that's kind of the science behind it. Um, If we're to kind of take a step back and, you know, dig a little bit deeper into what we're focusing on in your program, how would you describe or what have you seen with endurance-based athletes that start doing CrossFit JC? Because I know that I have my anecdotal kind of evidence on it. And maybe I'll start with that and then you can jump in but or agree or disagree. But, you know, through my 12 years of owning 416, any endurance athletes that start, I always find have a bit of a leg up in their training when they start. And, you know, that's just because they're used to kind of pushing their body. They're, they're used to, um, you know, just doing work because endurance work is difficult. Will they lack strength? Yes. Will they lack power? Yes. But overall completing workouts, they generally have a little bit of a leg up on those who, you know, don't have much of an endurance base. And, you know, there is a scientific reason behind that. And I don't know if you wanted to talk about that more, but ultimately when you train your oxidative or endurance system, you get better at recovery. Meaning that if you're to do a hard workout or a workout that requires you to do, you know, a bunch of thrusters, those thrusters are going to kick your butt. Um, And the faster you're able to recover from those, the easier it's going to be able to move on to the next movement or whatever the hell's in the next part of the workout. And 
training your aerobic base, training your oxidative system is going to improve your body's ability to recover, which means ultimately you're going to get better at doing CrossFit because you'll be able to recover in workout faster. How did I do on that? That that was spot on. That was spot on. I I share yeah, I share that sentiment. I would add uh just as a compliment to that, the oxidative system is the one that leans uh best into the other two. So with right. the oxidative, that one is gonna yield better results also for the phosphagen and the glycolytic, as opposed to, for example, the phosphagen leaning uh leaning into the oxidative. And that's the main reason just to keep it very high level is exactly what you were saying about recovery. The capacity that your muscles and your breathing capacity to get back to base fast enough to be able to hit that second interval. So if you're pushing through a moderate long workout, that's obviously the oxidative. But if you're going into the phosphagen, where you're going for a max strain to the body in 10 seconds and then have 30 seconds to recover before you hit that next peak, but you already have a solid base that allows you to recover up to, let's say, 80, 85% because of that oxidative foundation, chances are you're going to be able to keep hitting those peaks in a better manner than if you just hit it once and you're toasted for the rest and we've seen that like happen a lot one when we program those intervals and our goal is to try to stay within a certain amount of reps basically we're testing this how what is your body's capacity to recover in that one minute rest that we're giving you to be able to hit that exact capacity in the next one and we're seeing that the ones that are actually being able to stay within that one, two rep across the whole system are those athletes that have that endurance base because it yields so well to the other two. Couldn't put it better myself, man. That was awesome. So, you know, when we look at this and we look at trying to improve our endurance, you know, in your experience and what you're going to bring to the program, like how do you think people should train endurance? I mean, you mentioned earlier, you know, when most people think of this, they just start running, right? So I'm going to run 5K over and over and over and over and over again. Why aren't I getting fitter? Well, <laughs> it's a good question to ask, right? So how would you, how would you kind of describe or, or challenge people to train endurance in order to improve it? Okay, I'll, uh, I'll preface it by giving you an analogy, and then we'll, we'll dissect that one. And Correct me if I butcher it at any point, but the way that I was thinking it is if you decide to take up golfing and want to become a better golfer, but your idea of becoming a better golfer is just going and hitting the long range every single day without training either your short game with the putter, getting out of the sand with the wedge. I mean, you have a whole arsenal of other things that you need to train, but if you're only sticking to just smacking that ball the longest you can, it's just, it's not going to work. It's not going to make you a well-rounded athlete. You're just going to excel at one point, but the rest is going to be crap. Uh, so in this, in this sense, that's how, I, that's how we're uh, thinking about training endurance. Endurance is 
has so many different realms that you need to train. Not only that aerobic capacity, but you also have to push the other thresholds. How can, how can you do those short but very high intensity intervals? How can you hit the moderate um, intensity intervals? How can you improve your breathing capacity through them? So all of, you need to be able to train all of these different ones. And sadly, running a... I'm just going to keep picking on that 5K. <laughs> running that 5K at the same pace over and over again is not going to be able to give you the results in all of those realms. It's just going to keep bumping one of those realms. So that's why what, going back into the programming, that's why we're going to throw in there uh sprints that's why we're coupling that with interval training that's why we're going to be working breathing like all of these are going to yield onto the overall concept of endurance and not just that aerobic capacity that aerobic endurance that usually are the, the ones that uh people usually tend to strive through when they think about improving endurance yeah and i think you can translate some of this into like your endurance into just like barbell workouts right like there's such thing as strength endurance and you know i think one of the purest ways or the purest way in order to improve your your aerobic capacity and oxidative system is by doing it without skilled movements or highly skilled movements right and that's basically what your program is going to provide you know i think when we try to train our endurance but you're all but you're doing it by having to do a barbell movement over and over and over and over again yeah. there's skill to that so ultimately your body's probably not pushing to the right capacity that it needs to in order to improve your endurance as much as it could if you were just specifically focusing on Hey, I'm just riding a bike, which is fairly fairly straightforward. Ultimately, running is a little bit more technique, and rowing is a little bit more technique. But those like low technical kind of movements will allow you to focus more on the actual energy system training versus having to also having your body to also think about, oh, I gotta lift this barbell overhead and make sure it doesn't crash on my face, <laughs> right? And so I've that's that's. That's part of the training as well when we look at, you know, what you're going to be providing and, and ultimately how people should be training their endurance. Absolutely. Is it, can you train endurance training by barbell cycling at 95, 65 pounds? Absolutely. Is it the easiest way or is it the lowest barrier to entry for all, uh, all members? Probably not. No. Can Definitely I get not. everyone on a bike and get them to sweat every last bit of water in their body? Hell yeah. Or at least right. I will try. So if we're to kind of like step back here and, you know, you know, not necessarily talking about your program, but just in general, like how do you see how people can fit endurance training into their regular program? So, you know, if they're going to a CrossFit class three times a week, or they're doing strength training three times a week, whatever they're doing. How do you how do you see the best way for someone to kind of fit endurance training into someone's regular training program? So the the good the, the good thing about how we train is we actually have endurance pushed into our into our program. I think it's it's more on the matter of 
are you doing it correctly? Are you understanding what is what will help you improve endurance? So if you're if you're uh, trying to RX and go the fastest possible on each one, even though the stimulus of that workout is actually going at a slower pace to maintain X or Z amount or a range of intensity, then you're probably not being able to fully take advantage of that. So it's one being being very mindful of um, being very mindful of the stimulus and uh, what we want the overall goal of whatever workout we're putting in. Listen, listen to the what the coach have to, has to say. It's there for a reason. That stimulus is there to help you in some way, um, and it's been programmed because we've seen that it helps the most if you do it that way. I I don't know if that's where you were going, but might have taken a little segue <laughs> on my own there. That's all good. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're also talking about individual goals, right? Like people are gonna. People have different goals when it comes to, you know, why they need to train endurance and, you know, whether that's a race or whether that's just to kind of improve in your own, you know, CrossFit training, you know, how you supplement your training with more endurance will depend ultimately on what those those goals are so it's it's important to keep that in mind but at the end of the day when you step out of the realm into specializing in training your endurance system or your aerobic system you need to train different elements there needs to be a variety of of things that you do in order to get the most benefit for it you need to do speed endurance you need to do long slow distance right you need to push your threshold in kind of like a vo2 max training and if you can do all of those things combined then you're going to have the biggest impact on your aerobic system and not just like what most people think of oh i'm running a marathon i need to be running you know 8k's 10k's 12k's 20k's all the time because that's the fastest way for your body to start breaking down and when your body breaks down you're regressing you're not improving absolutely amazing man well this was awesome so just getting back to the program that's starting for those that are interested what is the start date for the program when are we kicking this sucker off we are starting tuesday september 12th at 7 30 will be our initial session and so what are the what are the days for the program Tuesday, so, Thursday. We'll be working Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7.30 p.m. Um, and as I mentioned before, with the program, you'll also get programming for an open box session each week. So that's four open box sessions that uh, if, you, if you enroll in the program, you'll have access to the programming and you'll get to do on that, on that time. Now, highly suggest that you do this with someone or you talk with the other members in the program and just get together and do this as a group. Because if you're going to suffer in one of these machines, why do it alone? <laughs> Grab a buddy Drag and a suffer friend together. Drag yeah. a friend to do this with you. It, it, it just makes training more fun, I feel. I love it. And just to circle back, so those that are, are you know, signed up already or those thinking about signing up for one of the races in October. I know there's a few of them. I think we're going to list them out um, in our social media and on, on the whiteboard, but there's a few races happening. I think the culminating one is 
the Toronto Waterfront Marathon that has, I think it has a 5K, a 5K option, half marathon and full marathon. So yeah. if you had any kind of inkling or desire to do that, this, this is definitely a program that you want to jump onto because it's going to help a lot. And, you know, to sign up, guys, um, we're going to post the link in the show notes um, to Wattify. We'll put in the social media, send out some emails. Um, we hope that you you learned a lot. We hope that you now have a better understanding of different pathways <laughs> and what you need to work on and and all of that. But uh, ultimately, if you have any questions about endurance training at all, find JC at the gym, give him a tap on the shoulder, um, and I'm sure he'd be happy to to help with those questions. JC, it's been Absolutely. awesome, man. Thank you for being our first guest on the 416 Fitness Club podcast. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we will have you back on the show at some point um, to talk about something completely different or maybe the same. <laughs> maybe maybe the people want more endurance talk. Maybe I can rant about seen. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's for been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I feel honored being a uh, first guest in the show. But the pleasure is all ours, man. So, uh, all right, folks. Well, that's it on this episode. We will uh, we'll catch you later. As always, please like, share, and subscribe if you like what we have to say. Talk to you guys soon. See you.